Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Matt Brinker, who's Product Manager at Command Alcon. And today we're going to talk about working more efficiently with third-party haulers in the construction materials industry. Um, you know, where's my truck? Where's my shipment? I mean, those are probably two of the most common questions that uh, companies uh, are asked, you know, companies in every industry, you know, are asked. And, and this is especially true in the, you know, construction materials industry where time is indeed, you know, money. Um, historically, answering those questions have been a challenge, um, you know, particularly, you know, for companies that use a lot of third party, you know, haulers. So what are some of those challenges? How is technology helping companies overcome those challenges and, you know, provide greater visibilities to orders, shipments and, and trucks? And, uh, you know, what are, some, what are some of the business benefits to making this all happen? Well, those are some of the questions we're going to address in today's episode, and it's great to have Matt on the program, who's on the front lines of this, to kind of share his insights and advice on, on this topic. So, uh, Matt, welcome to the program. Thanks, Adrian. I'm excited to be here and uh, look forward to our conversation. Well, Matt, like I always like to do when I bring a new guest on to uh, Talking Logistics, you know, before we dive into the specifics of this topic, I'm always curious how people got into this industry to begin with. So, uh, why don't you briefly tell us a little bit about your career path, you know, how and why you got involved with this industry, and what your current role and responsibilities are there at Command Alcon? Sure. So I've been in and around the construction industry since I was 13. My uh, dad got into the industry from coal mining previously, and my fascination with construction in general just allowed me the chance to crawl around plants, get to talk to people, get to know them, get to know their problems. And it's something I've been passionate about from a young age. So I've worked from worked for one of the largest bulk materials companies in the world for several years. And I was really drawn into the technology side of the business and how it could transform the way we were operating, how it can improve our business outcomes and such things. And I've kind of been following that path ever since. I've worked for uh, several startups in the construction industry, focusing on collaborative technologies between trading partners. And uh, four years ago, I got the chance to join Command Alcon and bring that passion and that experience over to them. And uh, I've been working on logistics applications ever since for them. Well, great. Since the age of 13, I mean, you always hear about, you know, uh, you know, little kids and, you know, playing with dump trucks and, you know, and, and obviously I know as a kid too, you would drive by construction sites and you'd always be fascinated by the big equipment and the machinery and, you know, and so forth. So kind of getting your start there and obviously with, uh, you know, the, the family experience, uh, and being in the front lines uh, of of the industry it certainly helps now as you're more focused on the technology side of things, you know, helping to, uh, you know, move the industry up the digital transformation maturity curve, which I know having participated in, you know, some of your conferences the past couple of years is something that the industry is is very focused on, you know, today. And, and obviously, um, you guys there kind of, man, all kind of are very focused on as well. Um, so, so great, great history there. Um, uh, so, so let, let's talk now about, um, you know, visibility, um, you know, certainly in, in the retail and, and consumer goods industries, you know, there's a lot of demand, you know, for having real-time visibility to trucks, orders, and, and shipments. I mean, is there a similar demand and, and interest in the construction materials industry? And, and if so, I mean, what's driving that demand? I would say that shift for construction is in process now. It started over the last several years and it's tied to the, those experiences you just described with retail, whether it's been Amazon showing you a picture of the package that just arrived on your door or letting you know where your package is on a truck, uh, to UPS, FedEx, 
I mean, many others that are playing in, in that same space are changing people's expectations uh, for visibility and transparency into where their goods are. Uh, we're seeing uh, the desire for contractors to have, you know, track and trace capabilities into, you know, not just where it's load now, but where was it? How did it get here? What's what else? Maybe did that truck deliver on the way? Uh, those are the kind of questions that are starting to come out now. And I think it's really tied to the experience they've had as a consumer uh, for a lot of the things that they're shipping to their house or buying on their own. Uh, we're also getting a lot of new people into the industry that uh, are coming from more advanced supply chains. So whether that's pharmaceuticals, aerospace, automobile, they're all coming in, looking at the way we're doing things today and going, yeah, that's the way we used to do things several years ago with my company, and here's the better way we found to do it. So they're really pushing the envelope uh, from, uh, from us as a technology provider and from their colleagues and trading partners on how can we be more efficient? How can we help each other streamline our processes uh, so that we can do more with what we have today? Yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. I mean, you know, we talk a lot about the Amazon effect, right? And, and, and you know, so it's interesting that, you know, even at something as like construction industry, which, um, you know, you're dealing with, you know, uh, uh, you know, concrete and you're dealing with uh, uh, lumber and all sorts of, you know, different building materials, you know, it's even, you know, affecting this, this industry that's a little bit more, you know, I guess, blue collar in nature, if you will. But I think you're right. I mean, all of us, you know, in our personal lives have come to that expectation in terms of having that visibility, knowing where the order is, um, you know, being able to look in our smartphone, for example, and be able to track shipments and, and so forth. And I think we all bring that, uh, you know, to, to our work world and, and expect that kind of, you know, visibility as well. And I think it's interesting too, when you're talking about people that come from other industries and ha have a custom, you know, a little bit further up the maturity curve, you know, coming into in this industry and saying, hey, you know what, I, 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 you know, we know there's technology out there. There's, we know that there's ways to improve this. And, and they're helping to, you know, move the industry up. Um, you know, so, so overall, I mean, if you had to characterize where the industry today is today, I mean, where is, what is the state of the industry today in terms of being able to provide, you know, that, that visibility? And is it uniform? I mean, I assume that there's different types of, of materials or different types of haulers that, you know, that, does it vary by that as well? Yeah, there's, there's quite a bit of spread across the industry as a whole. So from what's happening at the job site with somebody that's trying to build roads, stadiums, houses, whatever it might be that they're trying to build all the way down to uh, the materials that are moving to the concrete plant or to the asphalt plant. There's a wide variety of uh, applicable technology that's out there. I would say the, the industry or the vertical that's the farthest along in the construction material space is probably ready-mixed concrete. Uh, there's been uh, a lot of investment from several companies trying to digitize what's going on in that uh, ready-mixed concrete truck. And I think the reason being is it's a little bit simpler model, at least in the U.S. and Canada. Most of the trucks that are working for these uh, concrete companies are company-owned. And so there isn't the complexity of trying to deal with, you know, two, three, four, five companies to actually deliver a load. Every driver that's driving that truck is an employee of the company. Uh, so they can basically tell them, hey, you want to work for me? Here's what you need to do to make that happen. And so from a technology point of view, that's been a pretty easy thing to build. We've been very focused on uh, delivering value for a single company. Where it starts to change is when you get into the bulk materials industry. And so whether it's aggregates, asphalt, 
cementitious powders, liquids. There's often a lot more than just one company involved in these transactions. So there's the material company or the material, the company that's actually producing the material. There's the company that's actually hauling the material, and there's the company that's actually buying the material. And due to the nature of the industry, there might be several layers of those companies uh, tied in together. So in the aggregates and asphalt world in particular, you'll find that while those companies do own a certain number of their own trucks, a good portion of the materials that are being delivered are actually coming from third-party haulers, and that creates a different level challenge uh, that technology hasn't traditionally addressed in this industry. Now, are those third-party haulers, I would assume, uh, you know, follow the similar model in, in other parts of transportation? I mean, do they tend to be small, you know, companies, you know, maybe a single, uh, an owner-operator or a company with just, an, uh, 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 you know, less than 10, you know, trucks? Is that true in, in this industry as well? It is very, very true. So our estimates are showing there's somewhere in the neighborhood of 180,000 uh, trucks that are working and hauling bulk, bulk materials uh, around the U.S. and Canada every day. Uh, most of those companies have five or less employees, all the way down to the operator that's driving during the day and trying to run his business at night or on the weekend. It's, uh, it's a very hard life for the people that try to get into this space, but it can also be lucrative for them. If they want to work hard, there's a lot of money for them to make. Right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think in my experience in, in talking to, you know, different trucking companies, different haulers, I mean, there's, um, you, you know, there when it comes particularly to, you know, technology and supporting multiple clients and so forth, that, that it's always viewed, you know, what, what's the cost benefit? You know, what's in it for me? You know, how is this going to, uh, you know, so, so I think that, that, again, considering the fragmentation in the industry, trying to get this kind of, from a, uh, a end customer standpoint, trying to get that uniform visibility when you're working with so many different haulers that are a different, um, you know, that may or may not have tech, you know, technology in place, um, you know, that are working across different geographic, you know, states or geographic regions, you know, trying to get all that data, you know, in a single place must be one of the, the, the big challenges, right? It is one of the big challenges. And then there's the other dynamic of it where these third-party haulers might be working for one company in the morning and another company in the afternoon. And being able to handle that, the dynamic nature of that and making sure the right data ends up in the right places is a, it's a huge technology challenge, but it's one that the industry is working hard to overcome because we understand how much value these third-party haulers are creating for everyone in the industry. There's so a way anything gets built without these people running around in their trucks every day. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, um, you, you know, when you kind of look at the contribution that they make to the economy as a whole, uh, it, it's very impressive. Um, so, so let's talk about technology now. We just, we just started talking about it. So, so what is the, the role of technology? I mean, what, what advancements are, are companies, uh, you know, being made that are helping companies to overcome these challenges we just talked about? I mean, what, mm -hmm. and, and what capabilities should companies look for in a solution? Sure. So I think the biggest change that's happened over the last several years is the proliferation of the smartphone uh, throughout the industry. Uh, due to Android's expansion, due to Apple's new offerings of older iPhones for as little as $5 a month for an iPhone 6 now, we're seeing uh, smartphones in everyone's pockets, including truck drivers. Uh, five years ago, I don't think you would have seen that, but today, our research is showing us that over 90% of drivers have a smartphone in their pocket today because that's how they're A, running their life, or B, running their business already. 
So the ability to take advantage of that new distribution channel is really one of the biggest changes that's enabling new solutions for uh, tracking trucks specifically. Uh, capabilities for products as far as uh, customers are concerned. First and foremost, it's got to be easy to get up and running and easy for that driver to use. These are very busy people that are working on running these uh, supply chains today. And so what needs to be able to happen is to get this thing up and running, uh, minimal training, easy to use so that people can dive in and start solving the problems and overcoming the hurdles that they traditionally have. And the other key part is it has to deliver value for everyone. In the ReadyMix example we talked about earlier, uh, where the where the driver is traditionally an employee of the company, you can say, you work for me, this is what you have to use. In the short haul logistics world that is constructed materials, there are there's more work to do than there are drivers to actually deliver the product. So if you put a hurdle in front of them that is gonna make their life harder, uh, they're going to go look for work somewhere else because they're going to find it. So anything we can do to create value for those drivers is also going to be uh, a huge win in the long term. That's going to be the thing that keeps them coming back and keeps them using uh, whatever the solution is in order to deliver value for everyone else involved in that supply chain as well. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it goes down to, you know, everybody talks about being a, sh a shipper of choice, right? You know, and particularly in this industry, like you said, you know, uh, they've got choices because, because of the, uh, uh, the amount of demand out there, uh, you know, for, you know, for their services. So if, if you become a very difficult, uh, you know, shipper to work with, uh, you know, they can just go to somewhere else. So, so kind of uh, demonstrating and communicating that win-win that uh, value proposition, you know, is important here. Now, is, is um, you know, something that, that's been talked about over the past, you know, a couple of years has been the ELD mandate in, in trucking in general. It, does ELD, you know, are, are, does this segment of the tra uh, transportation industry or the trucking industry also fall under the ELD mandate? And is that another way that data can be sent, you know, to provide that visibility? Yeah, they very much do fall under that mandate, uh, especially for people that are working close to state lines. If you cross state lines, you're automatically required to be on ELD. And uh, there's been a big push from a lot of the haulers that I've been talking to saying, what do I need to do in order to be compliant with this? And that's going to be a big part of any buying decision they make for uh, any sort of logistics application going forward. Great. So, so you, you, you brought up, you know, the, you know, the benefits and, and kind of making it a win-win. I mean, can you share, uh, provide some examples of, of how, um, you know, having the centralized visibility delivers business benefits, not only for the, you know, the end customer, but also for the, for the haulers as, as themselves? Absolutely. So we know the value of uh, managing your company-owned trucks and the workflow management you can get around that and having that tied back into whatever it is you're using to manage your business on a day-to-day -day basis. Getting your third parties into that same system is going to be a huge win for you as a company because now you can manage every truck uh, that's working for you in the same sort of manner, which means that we can start to digitize anything and everything around what that truck's doing. So uh, for a transaction to be completed in the construction materials verticals, traditionally there's a lot of paper involved for uh, proving, you know, here's what I actually did for you today. Uh, it's a thing called a whole sheet and the driver's got to fill out line by line a bunch of information that's being digitized by many other systems uh, that already exist. So if we can start to 
manage his workflow with uh, an app that allows us to digitize what he's doing, we can also start to digitize all the paperwork that he has to fill out uh, in order to actually get paid for the work that he's done. So if we can digitize that and organize it in such a way that it's meaningful for the person that's buying the trucking, as well as the person that's running the back office uh, for that particular driver, things really start to speed up, things really start to be made easier for everyone. We've heard from uh, drivers all over North America about the pain that paperwork is for them. And getting that paperwork turned into the right place in a timely manner is a huge challenge. So we've heard 30, 60, 90, even 120 days later, they're rolling into the office with uh, some paperwork in an effort to try and get paid for work they did a long time ago. And as we talked a little bit earlier, uh, a lot of these hauling companies are very small businesses and cash flow is going to be a huge deal for them. Uh, delaying the delivery of that paperwork is only compounding their problems on a cash flow front. So as we talk to them, all they want to talk about is ways to make it easier for them to get paid and ways for managing that paperwork more efficiently. So if we can digitize everything that's going around, uh, everything they're doing on a job site for a particular day, uh, we can start to get them paid faster as well using that same set of data. And that's going to be a huge win, not only for that driver, but actually for the person that's buying their services as well, because they want to retain the best truckers that they can get, and they're willing to pay faster uh, in an effort to do such a thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mentioned sh being a, a shipper of choice, uh, uh, you know, before, and, and certainly the ability to, you know, pay, you know, your drivers and, and haulers, you know, quickly and accurately is, is certainly a, a big part of that, particularly for these, like you mentioned, you know, a lot of these small, you know, business owners, you know, cash flow is, is, uh, is king, you know, so that that's critically important, uh, you know, in terms of, of, you know, taking the paperwork out of the, you know, and manual processing out of the end to end process is also key. I mean, the amount of wasted hours that's spent, um, you know, by drivers, administrative folks and so forth, um, there's a lot of cost uh, built into that and just, just a lot of frustration. Right. And yeah. I, I know when I, you know, initially when I talked to carriers, I mean, some of them may have expressed, may express a little bit of, of uh, uh, perhaps resistance to deploying technology or being tracked, if you will, you know, those types of things. But, uh, you know, once they get over the hurdle and they start processing in this more automated streamlined way, if you went back to them, you know, a, a few months later and said, you know what, we, we changed our mind. We're going to go back to the old ways. They'll probably kill you, right? Yeah. You never want to take away the new toy from somebody after they've gotten used to working with it. And especially if it makes their life that much easier. There's no way they're going to go back to the old way of doing things. Right. So I think it's, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's you know, understanding the business, uh, you know, the value proposition, understanding why it's a win-win for, for everybody. And then kind of realizing, uh, you know, those benefits to, to kind of build that trust that, you know, that this is a better way moving forward, you know, for, for everyone to, to be, uh, you know, operating in. Um, you know, Matt, we're running a little bit short on time here. So I'm just going to go right to my, my last question here. I mean, as a way to wrap up, I mean, when it comes to, you know, successfully implementing, you know, this type of solution, I mean, what, what are some of the, the critical factors for success? Yeah. So first and foremost, making sure everyone understands what the value is that's being created for everyone that's involved in it. So making sure that the driver understands yeah, I'm going to get tracked, but yes, I'm going to get paid out of this. So that makes life easier for me uh, from somebody that's managing that instead of having to look at three different systems to figure out where all the trucks are that are working for me at any particular time. If I could have one that helps 
show me every truck that's working for me, that's a huge win for me as well. And then from the from the back office side of life, tying that that digitized data back into everything that's involved in that transaction uh, becomes a huge win for them as well. So value created for everyone, the most important point uh, that we've seen at least in, uh, in terms of getting something successfully set up. Next up, making sure there's adequate training uh, and the ability for somebody locally to answer the questions that do come up. Uh, that's having somebody that's a real internal champion that's driving this uh, and is willing to work with parties across all these different companies in order to make it happen is also going to be a huge, huge success factor uh, with rolling out any sort of new technology that involves collaboration. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's an important point because, I mean, I think certainly the whole onboarding process and the education process and, you know, like anything else, you know, there are probably going to be a lot of questions and maybe some hiccups along the road. Uh, so being able to, you know, address those quickly and efficiently and, uh, you know, to, to keep the positive momentum going, I, I think will be, uh, you know, critical. Now, in your experience, do you, do you see, you know, folks maybe focusing on, you know, some select uh, haulers first to, you know, those that maybe they already have a long-term business relationship with, or there's already a level of trust there, maybe, you know, pilot tested with a few drivers just to get the experience under the belt and maybe to demonstrate to the broader population that yes, indeed, every, the business value that we talked about is indeed true. And then that mm -hmm. becomes an easier quote unquote sell to the, the rest of the, the, the hauler base. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about material suppliers in particular, it's pretty likely that 80 plus percent of their loads are delivered by a pretty small subset of their haulers. So there's a lot of value to be created just by getting those ones online to begin with. Then you see the value that's being created. You understand how the driver experience is going. And then you can roll it out to some that are working for you, you know, not as frequently, but you still want to be able to track and you still want to be able to pay more efficiently. On a, the same sort of thing tends to happen on a larger job site as well uh, for contractors. They've got, uh, whether it's a truck boss or somebody that's playing that kind of role on the job site that's really managing the day-to-day -day work of all these truckers, they know who the regular ones that are showing up. So let's get them online. Let's prove out the value behind it. Let's understand, you know, what do we need to change in our processes in an effort to actually digitize everyone that's working on this job site. Uh, start with the ones that are going to create the most value for you and really learn before you have to go out to the wider audience where maybe you don't have as much influence over uh, as you would like. Great. Well, uh, Matt, I think, you, you know, you provided some, uh, you know, great food for thought and some great advice in, in, in this whole area. And, and I, I'm sure that, you know, this is something that, you know, as the, the the weeks and the months and the years go by, we'll continue to see you know uh, uh, you know this this industry continue to move up that maturity curve, and particularly this segment of the uh, uh, materials industry, um, you, you know, uh, become more digitized, if you will, and and start experiencing some of the uh, the benefits that we talked about today. So again, Matt, thank you very much for being uh, you know making the time to be part of our program today. Thank you for having me, Adrian. Very very much enjoyed it. Great. I want to thank those of you that joined us. Uh, if you're watching this episode on demand, either at the Command Alcon website or on Talking Logistics, and you've got a question or a comment from Matt, uh, you can post it there, and I'm sure he'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you for joining us, and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.